Welcome to a Jaguars United live show. Once again. And as in our typical fashion, we're starting at 10.16 p.m., which is about 16 minutes after our projected start time. But we did have a draft tonight. I mean, We had our annual Jaguars United fantasy draft. Well, there's a huge league. And can I just real quick, before I even pump the social media and the YouTube and all that, I literally like today sent out a mass message to everyone that was in the league last year and said, we're doing a draft tonight at nine. Okay, I was kind of expecting to get like five people in, five people not responding. Every single person was in the draft. And Joey, was this not the fastest draft you've ever been a part of in your entire life? I I literally put my little guy to bed at nine. So like 8.55, I preset like eight picks. I'm like, I'm second pick. That'll go. Maybe the second will go. I get done 15 minutes later, and we're in the fourth round somehow. And I'm like, who the heck is this guy? It, it was it was fun. It was insane. But like everybody was like involved there. Gotta give a shout out to PJ, right? I mean, yeah. dudes, it's two o'clock in the morning in that other country. We had a we had a dude for the podcast listeners for the YouTube watchers. We had a dude in our fantasy league that lives in England. That was awake at 3 a.m. to do the draft for this league. And involved, and I hope still <laughs> awake, at least for the very first part of this. So we got to give Patrick Jackson some, like, cred. OG, yeah, the best ever. Shout out to PJ. Shout out to PJ. Once again. Yeah, great draft. We'll get into all that later, I'm sure. Thank you guys for being here. If you're on the live show, thank you. Give us your comments on things you thought. We'll definitely get to all of your comments. If you're listening to the podcast later, um, ex post facto, as they would say in the courtroom. That was impressive. Thank you so much for being here. Um, you can watch us live. We record all of our shows live on YouTube. You can check us out. Just search Jaguars United and we're there. But thank you. Shout out to Big Cat Country who hosts us on their podcast feed. What a week for news. I mean, this uh, Joey, we've been doing this podcast for a long time. This is, this is we're going on like two, three years. Almost three years. Almost yeah. three years. Going into, this is like the episode before the first game of the season. I'm so excited. I'm so pumped. Joey, what, uh, the, the, before we get into the comments, which we will, what are your expectations for this Sunday? 1 p.m., TIAA Bank, 20% capacity, 89 degrees, 64% chance of rain. Go. I'm glad you asked because <laughs> I'm not just wearing a tank top for fashion. Oh, I'm wearing what? a tank top because we are tanking oh, no. for Trevor. And you will see oh, a tank top no. every live episode from now <laughs> Until we have Trevor Lawrence on our football team. Wow. So that, that, that's a statement right there. And I have a whole f- drawer full of them. So, it's, you know, it's kind of convenient. Wow. But I expect uh, the normal. Phillip Rivers has annihilated us for his entire career. Seven and two against us. He averages 300 yards. I mean, I think he's got like, what, 36 touchdowns and like six picks against us. I mean, why would that stop? It's probably going to increase. Um, but, well, Phillip Rivers is with a different team now. Uh, he's not in his comfortable L.A., California home. He's a guy who's thrown interceptions in the past. I think he had 20 interceptions last season. And this Jaguars defense is kind of an unknown. You don't really know where to go with the ball. <laughs> it's the first game of the season. They haven't taken a lot of live reps. Am I grasping the straws here? Am, am I? Or do I, mean, I think there's a... Ch- I mean, I feel better about this game than I do 
Game six? A lot of any yeah, other game. Sure. Yeah, exactly. Like it, it, it's probably our best chance to win, which is no chance to win. And <laughs> I mean, dude, again, I've embraced the fact that this year is going to be awful. It's going to be horrible. And it, you just got to go with it. That being said, like this game, anything, it, it, man, it's hard to even talk about. I mean, I want to talk about the Jags and like what they're saying as far as like people showing out at practice. And how do you show out when nobody's tackling? <laughs> like really, Taven Bryan is showing out, really? The same way I show out in flag football. League. Exactly. <laughs> oh, okay, so you're fast. Uh, basically, you're a pro athlete and you're showing out. Of course you are because nobody's tackling. So stop saying yeah. you're showing out. That, that, that means nothing to me. Yeah, well, you have to say it. You can't not I, say I it. I agree, but you I mean. You say, oh, yeah, we looked like we would normally do. So let's go off what we know. <laughs> we know we have a good wide receiving core. We know we have Gardner Minshew, and I have no doubt, I mean, that, that he's doing well. Um, Gruden had a soundbite today, which impressed me because okay. they asked him, you know, what he thought going into this game. And he didn't mention Benchu. He didn't mention the wide receiver core. He didn't mention James Robinson. He didn't mention these people? Did not oh, okay. mention any of that, okay. which are the things that were kind of like, those might be positives, right? Or things that an offensive coordinator would mention. Exactly. Right. So what he did mention was the offensive line. And he said that our offensive line looked really good, solidified, playing well together, and all healthy. He doesn't have to say that. He's not a, a, a jag. Like he, he, he doesn't have to bring that up for no reason. That's true, and that's a, definitely a point, a fair point. I, I don't know if I would point to that as being a positive. I, I would point to that more than I would point to somebody saying that somebody at practice looks great when they're not getting tackled. Yeah. So, I mean, that, that's kind of like a, this guy's like, I really think he's, you know, going to have the head coaching job next year. And I don't think he's being like held to like, you've got to say this, this or this. So he could have picked out all those other things, which everybody agrees with. And he went with that. So I'm taking that as a positive. That's my one positive of the night. I like it. I mean, I had one, you had one. I, I like it. Um, appreciate you guys that are in the chat. 15 people in the chat already. Five minutes in. So we'd like to see uh, TL2 says, hi, what's up? Jose Rivero says, yes. Can't remember what that was about, but I'm sure it was something I was saying as opposed to what Joey was saying. Uh, absolutely. People agree with me more than they agree with you. William Ball and Box is finally here on time. Which we were 20 minutes late, so I guess that's on time for <laughs> 20 you, 20 minutes late is nice, on time. Nicely, yeah. nicely done, Will. Uh, Jeff Verhonick says, Duval, here we're with you guys. Okay. Peter Cass says, what's up, guys? What's up, Peter? Charlie Boy says, hello, gentlemen. Even though we may not be good, I am pretty excited for the season, though. Yeah. I mean, you can't knock that. And yeah. as far as do we want to say outcomes, I, you know, I think we lose 21 to 13. I hope not. <laughs> God. How can you hope? 13 to, points. There's so much better than we are. points on Sunday. I may, I may wrap this thing up. This may be it. Okay. This may be the last episode of ever we ever do if we score 13 points I was points trying to be Sunday. nice. I mean, it's probably going to be more likely to be like 60 to 38, you know, or something I mean, crazy. I'll but score, I'd rather score 38 than score 13. Dude, dude our, day, our defense is not going to stop anybody. Yeah. You explain to me how they will, because we're going to okay. be playing behind every single game. I, I, so our pass rush is going to be meaningless. So you go from there then. Yeah. Yeah. I, I have a question I want to pose to you guys, and then and then we'll get there. We'll get there. Patrick Jackson says, vest hype. That's not a vest, Patrick Jackson. Hey, but if you're, I, I like that even better. <laughs> that means it's like fancy. P-Jack, salute to you. It's like, like we're this like dinner. My wife yeah. can't get mad. Uh, <laughs> William Ballenbach says, Joey tank topping it already. I'm taking it all season. One of the first things get there. I ever learned about Joey was yeah. that he likes tank tops. I, I have an entire <laughs> drawer full of tank tops. <laughs> and I actually request for every birthday, Father's Day, any occasion where I'm getting purchased something, more tank tops. I can respect that. Yeah. I definitely can. Um, Jose Rivero says, hell no, we're not tanking. Oh, okay. I'm good. Re Whoa. 
No, really? no. Good. I hope we're not. Okay. How are we not tanking? Well, I mean, what, what, what is pointing to us not tanking? I, Let, let's go there. You know, I've really come around to the notion that Fournette was cut for actual reasons. Fair enough. I'm, I'm coming around to that. I, initially, my knee jerk was, we're tanking. But when I started to think about how as soon as anyone gets traded from here, Fournette's like, good luck, good for you. You start to kind of think, like, maybe this guy wasn't on board. And, like, I know, obviously, duh, he wasn't. But maybe it didn't hit me until later. But I don't think he was ever on board. And I think everyone felt that. It's like when you have a coworker that obviously isn't. Everyone's on the same page. Everyone's on the same team. Well, everyone's working together. You have one co And then the one guy's complaining yeah, like exactly. all the time. Exactly. It messes up the whole... Yeah, whole and it really job. does. And it, it really kind of kills the vibe. And it's just like, we'd rather just get this bad apple out of here. And I'm kind of coming around to that. And maybe I'm drinking the Kool-Aid because my brain tells me that this is a two-win team. But my heart is telling me that maybe they can pull something out of you-know-where and win six. It might be now, might be later. But I do think this is the time for like the final predictions of what we think is going to happen this year. I mean, everything's played out. we got games this weekend. Might hold it off for later. But, I mean, Fournette, I'm not mad about at all. I've not been a Fournette fan since, I mean, when we drafted him, I was. But he's, okay, let's say this. James Robinson showed up, wasn't falling asleep at meetings. I thought you were going to say falling asleep at the No, wheel. no, he, he was not falling. Robinson <laughs> reference. He did not end up in a lake. <laughs> Definitely not. But he wasn't He wasn't asleep in like, meetings. He was. Okay. He, he knew the play. This is all from other players. He knew the playbook. Like He was prepared, which Fournette's never been. So you know what? He's checked all those boxes already for me. I knew nothing about James Robinson. Who did? His, his uh, college coach came on the local radio and said, he's not a foot speed guy. He's not very fast, but he reminds me of Mike Allstott. That's a direct quote from his college coach. That's a direct quote from his college coach. Doesn't have foot speed. Isn't very fast. Reminds me of Mike Allstott. Well, hey, if we can get to goal line situations <laughs> with Chris Thompson, I mean, maybe, right? Yeah. I mean, what I've heard is that he blocks really well in the backfield. Well, good. I'm Which, glad he When blocks. you're not tackling, at least that's something good. out of hashtag or quotation training camp that you can actually take for something. I mean, let's just put Will Richardson back there. He can't be any worse than he is on at a guard or tackle spot. So let's just line him at running back because he can block an edge rusher. So like two fullbacks. Hey, good thing we have a Mike Allstott on the team. All right. <laughs> I love the Allstott. <laughs> I did too, but not okay. in today's NFL. Yeah, I know. Okay. Um, sorry about the comments. We're a little behind. We're, we're getting flooded with comments, which we love. All right, let's go back to those then. Let's stop talking. and just if, if, it's a, if it's a good comment and we miss it, just, just type it again, dude. Who cares? No one's looking. Yeah. Just, just copy and paste it. Okay. Brent Allen says Allstott. That's what I'm talking about. Kev Click, who's in the Fantasy League, says, Doug, Dave, and Gardner are going to lose their jobs if they tank. We might not be good, but we're not tanking. Six and ten, another top ten pick, but not first overall. That's that's probably what will happen because Jags will be Jags. Doug and Minshew, I don't think are on the team next year. Again, I think Caldwell's still here. I think all three are gone next year. Then that's I just what I think, and I hope not. But it's I don't think. I don't. I I don't. I don't don't know what to think. Is to answer your question like. Would it really surprise you, like honestly, Joey? Would it really surprise you if, like, we found out in a couple of years that, like, 2020, Tony Khan came in and took over the team behind the scenes? Not at all. Would it surprise you at all? And, and I, I was going to say the same thing. I think there, know, there's a secret. There's there's something we don't know. Yeah, exactly. Because nothing else makes sense other than yeah. there's a plan. We're not aware of it, and it, it, it's going to be like crazy. Yeah. 
Yeah. Brent Allen, Brent Allen says, is Minshew really a long-term starter at quarterback? And that's all I want to answer this real quick. Because this is like I've... Is who? Minshew, really a long-term starter at quarterback. And this is like I just had this epiphany, and I think this is the, the answer. I think Minshew could be a long-term starting quarterback, but the Jags are poised in a position to get Trevor Lawrence, who's a generational talent. So I think Minshew is a collateral damage casualty yeah. to the fact that the Jags are in a position to get a generational talent. And I think Minshew may end up landing on his feet somewhere and being good somewhere else. There's no way Minshew does not get picked up by another team. Yeah, sure. I mean, if Blake gets picked up. Then. My point, I, like I've thought about this a lot. I've tried to think about what situation is Minshew our quarterback next year. And I think it's almost impossible for that. Like he can go out there and throw for 4,500 yards, 32 touchdowns, and like 16 picks, and us go four and whatever, and he's on the team. But that's a heck of a year by a second-year quarterback, man. Like I, I, I don't think it's possible for him to overcome all the garbage that the Jaguars have and him be on the team next year. I, I don't think it's happening. And I wish, I wish he actually had a legitimate shot because I like the dude. TJ Maxx, I like your question about CJ Henderson, but I, well, I want to get to that in a second. So, it, so type it again because Wait I want to. You have a plan? I, I have a thoughts on CJ Henderson, oh, but like, I want to stay on this kind of topic okay. for a second because um, I want to poise a question. I, I I used the word poise like five times. I, I, I used it earlier, like off the top of my head, and I thought it sounded cool. And now you said pose. That's poise. Now I've overused it. Now I'm all in my head about the word poise. Are po- the okay poison? I'm going to pose the Jags are poison. Yes, <laughs> slash poise a question to the chat and to you, Joey. Would you rather? Classic game of Would you rather? Ooh. Would you rather go one and fifteen? Or no, I'm sorry. Would you rather go two and fifteen? Two and fourteen, right? Six Whatever years. the numbers work out. Would you rather go two and fourteen? I get your point. Or would you rather go six and ten? Two and fourteen, without even like thinking about it for half a second. So at what point? At what win number would you trade to the first pick for? Nine, nine and seven. Nine and seven? So you'd rather go two and 14 and then go eight and eight. Yeah, nothing in between matters. If we're nine and seven and Minshew plays well, then that's something. We've got a quarterback we don't have to pay for two years. And we've got tons of draft picks and we, we're legitimate. Anything in between those two is absolutely worse, the worst thing ever. It would be, but would eight and eight kind of solidify? Mindset says six and ten. D two says eight and eight. I, eight, 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 eight just makes us worse. I know, we have no idea. But it almost confirms that, like, okay, Minshew's the guy. Let's just put some pieces around him because there's we can. Well, I know. I guess that, it depends on how we get to that eight and eight. Let me. Let's yeah, that's it true. Right. Well, I, I mean, that's yeah. Chili Willie says two and fourteen. Dude, there's no way we're winning eight games this year, guys. I mean, I don't want to be the like the downer, but dude. There's no way unless like it's hard. unless other teams have like COVID outbreaks and we don't and it's like I this non football stuff. Dude, dude. This is going to be a weird year. This is going to be it a weird year, is. and I don't think it's that outrageous. Look, I don't think the Jaguars are going to win eight games, but I don't think it's that outrageous that like Minshew takes a huge step next year. Guys like Chark takes a huge step. Chenault shows out as a rookie. The running back situation does improve by getting rid of Fournette. It's not totally outrageous to think that that if that all came together and we stayed injury free, 
that we would be an eight-win team. Let's put it this way. I, I, I don't want to go away from the questions. Maybe we'll like the second segment. We'll just like go back and answer all those. Mm-hmm. But did anybody listen to or watch the BYU Navy game, college yeah. football game? Okay. Yeah. So third, third quarter, thirty-eight nothing BYU. Navy hasn't gotten blown out like that since 2002. At halftime, the coach came out and was like, listen, Navy's been good the last few years. I mean, they've been solid. Like, they, they, they have a good spread offense. The coach came out and said, this is all on me. I didn't tackle in preseason because I was scared to do it with COVID. All my fault. This is why we're playing like this. But do you also remember Doug Marone saying that for that's why we had injuries is because he went too hard in preseason. Dude. And then the next year he went too soft in preseason and the team sucked and couldn't tackle against the run. And they also got injured. So I don't know if that's a fair argument. Honestly, but I don't, it, but it's factual. I don't know because look, we, we we've seen this it. team. We've seen this team attack preseason overly aggressive and then overly conservative and that they've gotten burnt both times. So I don't think it's really a strategy as far as finding a balance and maybe some luck. Okay, so deciding who you're going to keep, who you're going to cut, and who's going to make your 53-man roster, tackling doesn't matter? I mean, that does matter, but <laughs> I, but when it comes down to like, okay, let's say there's 53 men on a roster. Realistically, there's maybe five to eight spots up for grabs. Agreed. But I don't think those five to eight guys are really going to swing the pendulum enough to where you need to tackle. I'm I'm just saying, like, we don't. My point is, it's like, did the Colts tackle? Did these other teams that that are are trying to win, legitimately trying to win, did they have, like, a legitimate training camp? Yeah, well, that's a rabbit hole we could get on. Let's look at some of these comments, because we want to see what you guys think and... um, because, you know, Joey, in my opinion, only goes eh, so far. It does. You know? <laughs> Agreed. Brent Allen, and I, and I like this comment. He said, not a Jags fan, but I live in Jacksonville now, and I'm trying really hard to like this team, but damn, they're making it so hard. Uh, go back and watch like 96 through 99. Fred Taylor Hollywood film. Yeah. This is, this is a good news, bad news thing, in my opinion. I mean, good news, there's a potential we could be drafting Trevor Lawrence, signing Dabo Swinney, maybe... A guy like that, and you could jump yeah. on the train literally at the perfect time. Bad news is, as a Jags fan, we've suffered for decades, but there's something about that suffering that brings like a collective emotional grief that we're all in, the, in this together. And that, that's honestly you know? why I'm excited about yeah. this year and the dumpster fire is that we've never really, we've kind of rebuilt and like kind of held on. We've never really like said, we're getting rid of everybody that's old, everybody that is part of a toxic like system. I'm like upper management, Tom Coughlin, all the way down to Leonard Fournette, like stud players. We've never done that before. Like yeah. never. That's never happened as a Jaguar fan or an organization. They're doing that this year. So it's got to get better. But usually that takes a couple of years to kind of get, sure. get going and get some traction. So absolutely. So two, three years from now, I think we're going to be making a deep playoff run. I've, I've said this over and over again. Everybody's going to be happy. Unless this year goes, like you said, like seven and nine or eight and eight. I mean, that's not good for us, man. My Chevy truck says if you have a winning record or seven and nine, you could put weapons around Minshew, a tackle or someone like Pitts, ETN, Chase, Waddle, etc. And that's kind of what I was thinking. And I think that's what's going to happen if I'm being realistic. I, mean, I, I think this team's going to win you six, seven games. I mean... Really? Yeah, I do. Like, okay, they got some games against some people that they're definitely going to beat. Okay, I'm telling you, Miami, this. Cincy. I mean, in the break, we're pulling up the schedule. 
and the yeah. second half, we'll go through that schedule, and you tell me. I've gone through it. Okay, well, but and there's recently, some, there's been a lot of changes if, since then. Okay, okay. If you if if you if you take a win, if you take a win with Miami, and you take a win with Cincinnati, and you split Texans Titans, that's four. We're not splitting Texans Titans, first of all. But okay, uh, we split with them every year. Is it, I mean, you're no, you we could don't. Be different. The Titans beat us like six years in a row. <laughs> but I mean, uh, I mean, we split. We split. Last I mean, year, I think, I mean, only the I Titans have won in Jacksonville in three or four years. Brent Papineau, do you think another reason we got rid of Leonard is because we may see some Chenault at running back Wildcat? I've seen that a lot. Wildcat for sure. Like maybe like end rounds and reverses. Absolutely. I don't think like straight running back though. I didn't see Gruden do a lot of that in his career. Doesn't mean he won't. I haven't seen him do it. So I mean, I think it would be like a one-off like trick play trying to pick up like big downs or yeah touchdown. i mean and, maybe i don't know i mean hey if you're gruden and you're on your third team it's like hell let's throw some darts against the wall Dude, gruden has like no like pressure on him yeah, whatsoever exactly he's in a yeah. win-win situation what a great job that he took nate uh would i be mad with a smart six six strong arm mobile best quarterback prospect of all time not at all uh, what does that mean it means would he be mad if we went two and 14 this year now what was the six six? That's Trevor Lawrence. He wouldn't be mad if we got Trevor Lawrence, but what it would take is a two win season. This what does year. six six mean though? Trevor Lawrence is six six. He's oh, six like six. Tall. He's got a strong arm. Height. Yeah. Got it. Mobile. Sorry. Best quarterback prospect of all time. I, he's up there. He's up there. I mean, he's up there. <laughs> okay, <laughs> let me ask you this because you're a football guy. Is there any doubt in your mind that Trevor Lawrence is not like a elite next level talent? There's no doubt in my mind now. Yeah, like he can't fail, right? He's not like Burrow. Burrow like might be horrible in the pros. No, but we don't know that. I think the potential issue is if he ends up like Tua. I mean, Tua was projected to be the number one, and he just had a, a terrible hip injury, and that yeah, dropped him. In he the, hasn't been injured yet, though. I mean, no, you're right. I'm just saying. I think that's the only conservative approach mindset you could have is that. He potentially could get hurt, and sure. then he would drop in the draft. Okay, fair I mean, that, that's the only reason. I mean, but I mean, that's so. As a Jacks fan, it's guaranteed he's having like a career-ending injury this year. <laughs> I mean, I love Trevor Lawrence. I like I like a lot about Trevor Lawrence, even outside of his football game, which a lot of that I do. No, he's a good dude. Good Christian. guy. Um, yeah. I like Dabo Swinney too, dude. I would love Dabo in Jacksonville. I agree. And if if we got Dabo and Trevor Lawrence. And, uh, you know, it's a chance we get ETN if the Rams aren't any good. We get him, too. I can't even let my heart, like, buy into that story. Yeah. Because, like, that would be, like, the greatest thing to ever happen to Jacksonville, honestly. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. But there's... Tabo's the man. All that would take is us being the worst team of all time. No, they're all all time. I mean, you just win one or two games, and that could be you. I don't see the Redskins... I'm sorry. Washington football team and the... Dolphins winning that Dude, many games. I don't know why you keep throwing the Dolphins in the mix here, man. The Dolphins like played with like nobody last year, we'll see. and they played out of their mind. The Dolphins are going to be way better this year. We'll see. I don't think the Dolphins are in the category. It's us and when, the Redskins. When they came dude. out and said that Ryan Fitzpatrick's their day one starter, why would you not start him? Two is not really healthy yet. And Fitz Magic, man. In two years. How can you, hey. I bet Fist Magic's got a drawer full of that's all I need. That's, that's all I needed to hear about and the Dolphins codes. when they came out and said Fitzpatrick's a starter. Okay, I'll bet you this. I'll put a whatever bet you want on this right now. The Dolphins win two more games than the Jaguars. I'll take that bet. All right, we'll yeah. figure out what that bet's yeah. going to entail. It'll be something good. It's on the record right yeah, now. Yeah, easy. That's easy money. Uh, Moon Illusions says 33-26 Jags dub on Sunday. Calling it here. Wow. 
Are any of y'all going to the game? No. Anyone going to the game? No. Did you see t- you can get a ticket for twenty nine dollars? Yeah, and you can buy like the four pack with like the Thursday night game against the Dolphins. Like, is, it, is anyone going? Anyone no. in the chat going to the Why game? Why in the world would you want to go to the game? I kind of want to go. You gonna like do like the Buffalo guys and like set a table on fire and like break it in no. half? No, I mean I <sighs> honestly I would I think I would enjoy a game at the bank with twenty percent capacity. The worst part about game day is you have to be around a billion people. It's agreed. You know, I mean, you, the, the thing for me is if the trolleys are are running. If the trolleys are running, I might be down there Sunday for twenty nine dollars to get into the stadium to go stand in the sky patio next to the dog park and kind of look at the dog. Can dogs do dogs get COVID? Can they come in? Is there a distancing policy for dogs? There's been two dogs and one tiger, so I think your chances (laughs) of getting it from a dog are pretty slim. Moon says he won't be down there. Please don't yell, says not going on account of the sun. But here's the thing. Please don't yell. There's like a 60% chance of rain. Yeah. So it could be thunderstorms. It could be sun. It could be cloudy. Hey, sitting in the rain and watching our team get beat by 40, that's going to be fun. Jose Rivera says too hot. (laughs) It's going to be hot. But look... (laughs) I might be. I might. The word. I mean, it's the heat's only like unbearable is because you're sitting inches from people in all directions. If you had some space to air yourself out and move around, dude, it'll be 95 <laughs> degrees. It'll cool down. It'll rain, and then it'll be 95 degrees with 100 percent humidity, and we'll lose by 20. And the dogs will be. Yapping. How about you just give me your 29 dollars? I'll kick you in the nuts right now, and we'll call it a night. Um, I might go. They're just. <laughs> you should it's go. all about the trolley for me. If you if, should go, absolutely. I'm not driving down there. If, there's, if the trolleys are running, um, then we're running too. Patrick Jackson, PSA: Please don't yell. At please don't yell. YouTube videos are tremendous. Check them out after this. I got to give a plug. Check them out. It's that's Noah Bennett's YouTube channel. On point, dude. No, it's funny Geeks as heck, man. me up, bro. I, I will geek out on my couch sitting there watching them. Oh. They're, they're, they're gold. Comedy Agreed. gold. Check them out. I'm a little too old to know what like geek out means, but I assume that means like get super happy and like <laughs> laugh and have a good time. So yeah, I'm with Jason on that one. Well, they're super funny and Noah's a huge Jags fan. Dude, that was, so all, that was awesome. That's how we do yeah. it for sure. Um, Moon Illusion says suck for luck. What's our, uh, he's talking about with tanking. The, uh, when we look back at tanking, and I looked back at all the teams that tanked, the number one picks, more often than not, tanking does not work out. But what will make it work out is everybody goes to the game, wears a tank top, and says the tone. This is going to be a trend, man. I'm letting you know right now, tank tops for tanking for Trevor is a thing. T for T for T. It's a hashtag. Maybe we'll make some tank tops and sell them on our website. You can get a Jaguars United tank top on the website, jagsunited.com, apparel, tank top. We had someone message me on Twitter the other day and said I bought some merch from the website. It'll be there in four to six weeks. (laughs) It's got a long shipping time. Worth it. Worth it. Absolutely. Okay, it's worth it. Okay. It's I don't nice. know why it takes three weeks. It doesn't take three. It takes it takes two weeks. Well, Wuhan's factories are like kind of like <laughs> slow right now, right? We're in an Amazon Prime world <laughs> where we're used to getting it in two days. But yeah, Wuhan, they're 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 coming from far away. <laughs> we appreciate you guys being in the chat. Make sure to hit us up with all your comments and all that stuff. Um, subscribe to the channel and all that. So it seems to me like most Jags fans would rather tank. And get Trevor Lawrence if that could be secured and like confirmed. Which that's my problem with that question though is like I don't want to tank. I hate losing. Like losing makes me like upset. Gives me heartburn. I know in all facets of my life. It doesn't matter what it is. I just see the writing on the wall, and I buy into training camp every single year for the past twenty five years. 
this is our year. This we're gonna do it this year. We've done it like two years in the past twelve years, and this year, dude, we have. It's not good. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Definitely not. I I don't know. I mean, we'll see. I mean, week one. That's the thing is, I wish we could say we'll find out Sunday, but week one is going to be an anomaly from the it entire is. season. I mean, don't overreact in fantasy. Don't overreact on anything because week one is just going to be weird. Uh, P. Jack says, "I really want Gardner to succeed and still be here as our starting quarterback in 2030." I agree, man. I mean, Me I don't think anybody doubts that. I mean. Listen to like he got voted captain his second year. I mean, admittedly, so Avery Jones and a couple other guys like second year player getting voted captain is not a good sign for the most part. But those are the other players around him that are still here that voted for that. He's not just the the mustache. He's not just the long hair and the headbands. Like the guy's super smart. He checks every single box. He's super smart. The players rally around him. He's motivational. He works his butt. He checks every box except for is he a well above average quarterback. Yeah, I mean, I think the issue with him is turnovers in the pocket, meaning fumbles or whatever, and can he produce in the first three quarters? I think those are the two things that if he can prove he's cleaned up, if he can prove he's, I mean, if he's scoring touchdowns in the second quarter and doing this fourth quarter heroics, then he's the guy. Yeah. So that's the thing is if he can do those two things, I mean, he, I mean, he fumbled the ball in the pocket. He was trying to do too but much. But he fixed that. That's a classic rookie mistake. I yeah. mean, anyone's going to do that, especially when you're trying to like take the game over. And running for your life. Absolutely. Hands. I, don't, I, don't, I honestly don't even blame him for that. No. It's the not getting production in the first three quarters, which kind of gives me a little bit of hesitation on him. That's, and that's literally the only thing. And plus an offensive coordinator that like sucks. literally sucks. every single formation we had, the defense knew exactly what we were doing, without a doubt. So, I mean, this year, like, if the offensive line is solidified somewhat, our wide receiving core is pretty good. Running game gives us anything. Our offense is not going to be bad. I'm not worried about our offense. I'm not worried about Minshew for the most part. It's our defense that's going to kill us. Yeah, that's true. Um, well, we're going to take a quick break on the podcast. But we're going to stay on the video. So if you're watching, Ooh. if you're on the YouTube channel, just just hang on. We're just taking a quick break for the podcast. I always have to insert an ad like randomly into our sentence, and people are like, "Oh, well, that's what we've missed after. this like the past six times." Then, or yeah, for yeah, sure. Fair so we're going to take a quick break on the podcast, and then we'll be right back. And welcome back on the podcast. If you're on the video, I know that was weird. But trust me, it's first stuff down the road. We had to put we had to put ads in every like thirty minutes. You know, I think that was only word for me because I have no idea where we're at right now. What's going on? Joey's lost. Are we going to the bathroom? Am I getting up? No, I, this isn't a video I'm still here. break. We're not taking a video break. Okay, yet. so I'm still here. Yeah, we're still All here. Right, fair yeah. enough. We're gonna take a video break in a minute, but not not yet. All right. So I want to I, I want to get some of these YouTube comments and see what you think about these YouTube comments because uh, I'm way backed up again. I see them scrolling. Like I apologize. Flying. They're flying. Uh, just keep sending them. Uh, this is awesome, dude. This is why we do it. We do it for y'all. Um, Brent Papineau. Scenario. You ready? Oh, I'm you ready. You got your thinking cap on, Joey? I do. Okay. We go seven and nine. Hmm. Can't get Trevor Lawrence, but have a great young nucleus. Are there some free agents that would plug in nice next year? Dude, if we go seven and nine, Minshew is the reason for that, and our offensive line looks good. Absolutely, because we have tons of draft picks. We have cap room, lots of cap room, obviously, because they have not used any of it. Yeah, I think 7-9 and nine and Minshew being the reason for that 7-9 and nine and the offensive line looking good, we got a lot to look forward to. Who cares about Trevor at that point? 
Let me tell you who's available in 2022. Um, that's where we would be, right? Yeah. 21, 22. Yep. Okay, so. It's good math. I, I, you know, I try. I try. These are some guys that will be available that the Jags could maybe be interested in. Because there's a bunch of guys that are like in their like 30s and 40s. Tom Brady, Drew Brees, Von Miller, J.J. Watt. Which Von Miller's blood is Achilles. Yeah, I mean, not guys that we'd be interested in. But some of the guys that are younger that can maybe be additions. Kyle Fuller will be 30. Uh, A.J. Boye could maybe come back at 32. Any any thoughts on A.J. Boye coming back? <laughs> you just really said that out loud. Jerron Reed, a pretty good defensive tackle for the Seahawks, is a guy that could be available. Uh, I mean, it's a bunch of... Robbie Anderson, receiver, uh, not a lot in that in next year's free agency class. And you got to think 75% re-signed with their team. Zach Ertz, maybe? Uh, Is Zach Ertz a guy? Not now. Um, I, 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 I misunderstood the question, I think. I don't think that would be through free agency. I think it would be that we have our draft picks from last year that we're going to keep, hopefully. And then all our draft capital next year. Again, it's going to be three years out before we have a shot at being good. I mean, I think that, I mean, there's so many free agents that are going to be available. I mean, but by good, I mean, like, it's hard making to, the playoffs. I don't mean like, I mean, you got guys like Eric Ebron, Uzuma, oh, Ebron. Quandre Diggs, you know, I mean, there's some Christian Kirksey linebacker. I mean, there's some names and we are set up to have the most cap room of any team besides the Colts, who are spending their money pretty liberally. So I think that we may find ourselves on that top of that list. But, yeah, I mean, there's definitely some guys. Um, seven and nine, that, that's, what do they do at seven and nine? Because you could draft the third best quarterback coming out at seven and nine. Do you do that? No. not if, but No, because Minshew would have proven himself as the guy at that point. We're not getting to that point unless Minshew's carrying us to do it. Who else is going to do that? Yeah, well, that's true. I mean, not the running backs, which we have a question about, which I'll get Who? to later. <laughs> um, Oatmax, what do you guys think about Shark's comments about Minshew getting captain? He was kind of throwing shade at Fournette. Minshew getting capped? I'm getting ca- <laughs> captain. Oh, captain. I hoped he wasn't capped. That would be some like, pretty dang. provocative locker room interview. I'd have missed that one. DJ Chark said Minshew being voted captain. He said he knows now. Uh, he now knows when he drops back, the entire locker room wants him to succeed instead of wishing someone else's was his quarterback. I, I think that's one of the good things that the coaching staff and upper management did was, I mean, <laughs> they got rid of any legitimate quarterback threat. It is Minshew's team this year, like without a doubt. I mean, Dobbs Josh, is gone. Only Josh Luton makes it. Luton's the only one that's yeah. on the team. So they're like, hey, this is your team. So here's what we've given you. If you make something of it, good job. Um, what are the odds Cody Kessler makes a comeback? <sighs> Quick release Kessler. I don't, if you I don't ever know. need a hype man, hit me up. If you ever need someone to... No, let's phrase that. If you're like a 6th, <laughs> 7th round draft pick or undrafted free agent from some conference nobody can name and you need a hype man, Jason's your hit guy. Hit me up, dude. I will hype up ice to an Eskimo. I think that if your quarterback is not one of your captains, then you have a problem. So <laughs> That's a fair point as well. I mean, the fact that Minshew... I think Foles was a captain last year. So, I, mean, I think I usually know. they are. I think Minshew actually is that guy. Yeah, I, I mean, so too. Everybody, they, they love him. And yeah. they wouldn't love him if he sucked. I mean, they didn't really love Bortles. They didn't. We did. Yeah. Yeah. 
<laughs> R.I.P. I, I, I mean, I have I have probably three Bortles jerseys. I did. I was on board uh, as well, man. <laughs> 2017 absolutely threw me for a loop. Yeah. Um, let's see. What else do we got here? Um, with Pipo Hefe says, still bummed about Taven Bryan. Let's uh, not give up on him too quick. No, again, another guy showing out at camp. Project guy, year three. This is when he's supposed to block. But his whole thing is he like we'll misses tackles, man, and takes bad angles. How's he showing out if he's not tackling? <laughs> solid on the two says, yo. Let's, yo. Let's yo, start. solid two. that you're here at 1051. You're the only one later than we are on, on our the draft, team. you know? So we're all in this. We're all a bunch of late Jags fans. So Joey was late to the fantasy draft. I'm late to everything, man. If it's after, <laughs> if it's not first thing in the morning, I'm late to everything. Patrick Jackson says, imagine if the Pats tanked for Mike Vick the season after they drafted Brady. Ooh. Mm. Wow. got to trust the decisions you make as a franchise or you never make progress. I will say Mike Vick had a pretty stellar college career at a pretty legitimate college so i don't know if that's a good analogy and the but real mind effort is going to be what would have mike vick had done in a bill belichick offense where they actually oh. schemed for him oh wow could he have been the greatest quarterback that's like alternate universe if like the nazis yeah. won the war or something yeah, like, are we exactly. speaking germany mike right vick now? did a lot with a little bit if you remember i mean work done was good like i get the point though like is it, it algae crumpler let's not let's not algae let's not leave algae a crumpler out of this podcast because he needs to have a voice. I think in a PPR league, he would have done solid. <laughs> he was the receiving tight end while the receiving tight end position was kind of getting popularized. Yeah. He was a little bit ahead of his time. Agreed. Yeah, Algie Crumpler reference. That's how we do what it. Were you like here. nine when he was playing? Um, old enough to remember that this dude would dominate he, a PPR I just, league. I think he just liked his name. <laughs> I think so. I, I I did like Michael Vick. I always liked Michael Vick. Uh, Vick was See, the man. I was, I was the kid. That was like, why aren't there mobile quarterbacks? I wasn't using the term mobile quarterback. I was, I was like, why aren't there quarterbacks who can be running backs as well? Dude, I remember back in the day, like uh, Randall Cunningham, man. Yeah, like, I mean, like that guy. That's true. Before he like, that's true. But they all got crushed back then. Yeah, there wasn't that guy that was like an elite. He could have played other positions, elite and quarterback. It was like they couldn't have played running back or wide receiver. Chose to play quarterback so they could run. Vic was like the prototype. Like the, he changed everything, man. Vic. Vic's one of my favorite players of all time. Busted Buns says boat over Kessler. Well, yeah, of course. It's more of a joke because I spent probably an hour hyping up Cody Kessler, and the dude could have been good if he didn't have eighteen thousand concussions. So I'll stand by that. I'll take that to my grave. My boy Cody K. I'll let, it up probably. I'll let you have that comment about the concussions affecting his game, just because I was the biggest Portals fan of all time. Yeah, so exactly. We, we both sucked exactly. on that one. Uh, it's reset. I had zero Bortles jerseys. Well, that's that's. You know, I mean, you gotta have one. I had the jersey and the t-shirt, Dude, which both of them burned. Have Bortles jersey, time. you're not a real fan. TJ Max plays says we're going nine and seven. No cap, and Minshew is for sure the guy. That be. I mean, I would be so happy with that. I would sign up for that right. I don't now. think. He, I don't. I would be ecstatic. Like ecstatic. I would rather go nine and seven with and, Minshew than go two and. 14 Absolute, and get Lawrence. Absolutely. A thousand percent. You can have you can have sunshine. I want Minshew. A thousand percent. Yeah. yeah. Minshew's way more Jags or yeah. Jacksonville than That's a Bud Light sponsorship. This is the weakest dude. That's the weakest sponsorship but of all time. Still though, like there's like, just the fact that that's the, the if you draft him draft him in the first round and your fantasy team wins, 
and you submit it, you might be one of 200 people to get a case of Budweiser. No. That's, that's exactly what no, it was. No, it was if you win with Minshew as your quarterback, you could get a case. And if you win drafting him in the first round, you could get a year's okay. supply. Either way, pretty lame, Budweiser. PJX says, um, when, and, you know, concerning Tave and Brian, at what point do you stop being a project and start being a failure? If um, you're-, you're a junior in college, P. Jackson. <laughs> I'm just saying, if you draft a project guy in the NFL draft, year three is when you expect them to perform. You don't take him in the first round, though. If he's a project, no. In the first Pro- round, projects go in the second he round. Was, he was he was a late first round pick. I mean, it's what twenty seven. Well, it's not like he was no. like you know like he was a ten or nine. If you're a project, you take three years to develop. Agreed. This is year three for Taven. I'm not disagreeing. Can we relax on Taven? I'm not disagreeing with that. I'm saying that as a Jaguar fan, don't take a project guy in the first round ever again in the entire history of our draft. Let's agree on that. I think we're just bitter because we passed on Lamar. And I'm bitter too. I am. Because I wanted Lamar Jackson. I did too. But at the same time, How's that give work? him some time. How's that worked out for us? We'll see. Not great so far. Not we got the poor man's Lamar yeah. right now <laughs> with a headband and mustache. But like, uh, Joanna Burke said, watched all Washington State's 2018 games on the Pac-12 channel with Minshew. He is a very good quarterback with the it factor. Think our offense will do better than most think if O-line does good. Honestly, he's checked every box, but the, he's a very good quarterback. If he does it again, he's the man. Yeah, I mean, that's well said, Burke. Joanna, Joanna Burke. Yeah, that's I, uh, awesome. I think it's well said. Well said. Um, the O-line is the... I, how much is the O-line going to affect Minshew's perception of skill? Um, a thousand percent. Yeah. So, I um, mean, is there sucks any- for him. That's all we can say about that. <laughs> but is there anybody- sucks for you, Gardner. <laughs> is there anybody out there that doesn't want Minshew to do well? I don't think there is. Like, there's nobody saying, like, I don't want this Texas. guy. What's that? The Colts, Titans, and the Texans. Of course. But as a Jags fan, like, is there yeah. anybody out there that does not want Minshew to be our long-term quarterback? No. And that, that says a lot about the guy. He's just got he's got to prove that he is that guy. Hope he does, man. I really do. It's Reese says forget Trevor. Okay. And some people are all on that boat, and I'm cool with that. You want do you want to talk about Trevor Lawrence? Is there more to that sentence, or is it just forget just Trevor? Just forget Trevor. Which I appreciate actually. I, I can't agree with that. I you can't. I no. mean here's here's the problem. Here's the problem, Reese. And and Reese Reese is Reese is gangster. I mean, he's got some good comments. But here's the problem with forgetting Trevor. We're Jags fans. We're not the Jags media. We don't get paid by the Jags. We don't uh, work for the Jags. Uh, we don't. We, do, can't we get have a, no association. We can't even get like a practice pass. Yeah, I mean, we don't even use the real logo. No, not allowed. Uh, when we look at power rankings, when we look at projections, when we look at... We all see the Jaguars' power rankings dead last. Projection one overall. Like... It's not that we want to talk about Trevor Lawrence. It's in every media outlet, the Jags are being regarded as the absolute worst team in the NFL. Okay. When that's all you're seeing, you have to think about Trevor Lawrence. You have Lawrence. to look on a bright you side. You have no other option because we're, we're fans. Like the only positive of that is... We can't just say, I hope we beat Indy week one. Well, Phil Rivers has torched us his entire career. The Colts usually do well against us. We're at home with no fans. Joey's not going to the game. He's wearing a tank top at his house. I might not even watch the game, honestly. But I'm cool. I mean, I'm good with not talking about Trevor 
for at least for the rest of the show because I'm, I'm I won't I'll, mention Trevor I'll, again. I'll, I'll write or die mention. I'll put this out there just for Reese because he does comment a lot. I will not mention Trevor Lawrence again for the rest of the evening. I swear, me neither. Busted Buns wasn't Josh Allen sort of a project guy. No, no. Josh Allen was a guy <laughs> that was a guy that was like, whoa, he fell. Dude, he us. was an absolute beast on a horrible team. The only project thing about him was that he did make the move from a stand-up three-four outside edge to a hand in the dirt nine-seven hybrid technique. I mean, so we we in that sense. I don't know if Reese was listening to our draft special at. Engine 15 that night. Oh, we two, both two had, years ago. Yeah, we both had the absolute <laughs> horrible. We, we both had a horrible reaction to Allen. Let's let's be honest with that because we didn't want to go defense at that point. But he did fall to us, and he was an elite player that shouldn't have been there. Yeah, and he's so, shown that he is that. Yeah, that guy, dude. He's he's legit. He's the best player on the football team yeah. without a doubt. Um, again, sorry, trying to catch up on these comments. I apologize. Um. If we missed you, we prided ourselves on hitting every comment, but um, with the, you know, we're up to a pretty, I think we should take point. five and like maybe review. All right. Joe, let's take a break. Come uh, back. You know, I can read the room. All right. Joey needs to take a break. <laughs> you have to read it when I say it. <laughs> no, we, we probably are due for another podcast break and video break. So just hang tight. If you're on the YouTube live channel, thank you guys so much for watching. We typically average a, a minute and a half break. So, um, you know, close the app, check your Twitter, Check your fancy team. Read the latest thing. Yeah. And we'll be right back. If you're listening to the podcast, support the ads, support um, Big Cat Country, whatever they got going on, whatever ads they got going on. I'm sure it's great. Um, support them and give us a second and uh, we'll be right back. All right, and we're back. Jaguars United podcast video part two, podcast part three. That just what? <laughs> I don't know, but I'm flowing right now. Um, I'm here with Joey tonight. Um, Joey didn't get a chance at the beginning to just ask you how you were doing. No, we just kind of jumped into it. We man. did. I mean, we're so excited. There's so much news, but we, I, are, we got we got legitimate football yeah. tomorrow night. But I, I I do want to ask you though, how how is it going? It's going good, man. Yeah. I mean, just busy at work and normal stuff, and I'm just glad some things are getting back to normal. Like we have football starting. We've had some golf. We've had some other sports basketball like i mean it's kind of what i've said from the get-go this is a load of sh- crap yeah it is nice to kind of get back into a routine of the jags playing whether they're good or bad whatever at yeah. least it's normal yeah like, at least there's some games uh, moon illusion says are you guys streaming on sunday um mm. i'm gonna try maybe mike will be on with a sunday it definitely would not be me joey will be here maybe monday maybe tuesday maybe wednesday they're probably monday this week if there's one thing that you've learned is you have to subscribe to our YouTube channel because then you get the at any given notifications. night we're streaming live. Yeah. Um, so we appreciate you guys being here. Patrick Jackson still in the chat. Dude, PJ. All the way from the UK. Hopefully he doesn't have to work tomorrow. He is says he, like, he does. And what, is, uh, what does PJ do? <laughs> is it something you can mail in or is he like a heart surgeon? If he is, I, I mean, like, come on, man. I hope I appreciate it, but go to bed. I hope it's not surgeon. Um, but honestly, knowing PJ, it could be. There's no talent. Never, never talent. Uh, Doorman like says, anyone mentioned the hunt yet? And uh, YDoc 5K says, never heard of her, which I think is a great response. Uh, the hunt? They were mentioned hunt, like, uh, Kareem Hunt, oh. I'm hoping. I'm thinking. He's uh, on Cleveland, all right? Uh, I, I don't know. 
Joshawn Jackson. Joshawn Jackson says, um, the Miami Dolphins fans are some disloyal fans and the Jags fans because we die hard Duval all day. I don't think the Dolphins even have any real fans. I disagree, man, because I've got like multiple South Florida guys grew up hardcore on my team at work that are diehard Miami U fans and Hurricane. I mean, sorry, Dolphin fans. And it's like, why? But they're there. And they've got, yeah. dude, they've rebuilt the right way. I mean, if you look at it, like they were awful, awful coaching staff, like like dudes, like literally doing coke in the like back room during practice on the coaching staff. And they've like gotten all that out there. They've changed the atmosphere. They've got a guy in there that, I mean, last year, dude, they had guys nobody ever heard of playing like not elite football, but like hard football. And they, they won some games, man. I wouldn't be a, have a hard time being a, Miami football fan right now. Yeah, we had talks I'm with friends. If the Jags moved, like, what would you do? Who would you root for? And the Dolphins are up there with me for teams that I, would I be, might jump on that bandwagon because I really like Brian Flores. Yes. I just I, the only thing about that team I like. I'm going to be honest with you. I mean, that's it. I mean, Tua, I, I liked Tua pre-injury. Uh, I like Brian Flores. I think he has the team going in the right direction. With that being said, let's see what else you guys uh, have said on the YouTube comments again. You have to check us out if you are listening to our podcast, which I know a lot of you listen to the podcast through the feed that we have. You got to check out our YouTube channel. Give us a like, a subscribe. I would recommend subscribing because we do like a lot of live shows during the week and it's fun. We're interactive and we have over a thousand subscribers. Plus the more subscribers, the better. I mean, it, it helps us a lot. So for sure. And then and we, we, we want to know your feedback and what you guys want to talk about because we say this almost every single show. We we oh. did this because not only do we love talking about the Jags, but it's like there's nothing out there for the fans. I mean, it's the whole sports talk industry is very monopolized by people outside of Jacksonville. And, and yeah, so the guys talking about players showing out without tackling. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, so I mean, we appreciate you guys. Let us know what you guys think. We're gonna try to get to all your comments um, if we miss it. Plus, we're only ninety nine thousand. What like. Away from like a million. Getting paid? Oh. No, I mean, we can we can monetize now. I think it's 100,000 um, now. Is it? Well, I don't know. I don't know. Anything Either way. 900,000 people subscribe and we'll get there. P-Jack from the UK says he gets up and work for in two hours and 20 minutes and he's an analytical chemist in medicine <laughs> development. Oh, wow. That's, that's fine. I mean, what's the worst that could happen? Yeah. <laughs> Uh, oh, Nick Nick F says. Awesome. Also, you guys think we would have won the Super Bowl if we had Minshew over Bortles that year? I'm still mad we resigned Bortles and Lee and guaranteed a ton of money to Moncrief. Oh, I forgot about him. Instead of signing a Rob. Well, uh, a Rob. I mean, I get people are mad about a Rob not being here because how good he is, but he wanted no part of Bortles or Jacksonville. And we all were drinking the Bortles Kool Aid at that point. It's hard not to. It reminds me a lot of Josh Allen this year. Uh, Josh Allen has a bigger arm, and people project him to be better. I get that. But, but he's an inaccurate. Yeah, head. he's that guy. He's that same guy. So, I mean, I, I don't blame the team so much on – I mean, drafting him at three was so high. How can you knock it though? He almost got us to a Super Bowl. Yeah, but the like, defense was really more of the factor than Bortles was. And, not, and he not, played not, well against Pittsburgh. Not in the playoff run, not December. Yeah, that's true. That's true. I mean, he did nothing against Buffalo. Dude, then you he can't went tell off me that Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh Jaguars game is not one of the best football games you've ever seen in your entire life. It was. But I will also tell you one of the best football games I've ever seen in my entire life was Buffalo at Jacksonville week one, and it was because the defense showed out, yeah. not Bortles. True. So, uh, Brent Papineau says, how about a live stream from the dog park? 
<laughs> Never going to happen. But actually, I take that back. I've got a great day now. Can I great, bring a you great, great day? day now? That's not a, uh, that's not a, just a casual you, dog you, that mentioned it. You, you didn't know that? You might have told, is it a puppy or a, well, he's, uh, he's 11 months old and he weighs 105 pounds. So, Jesus yes, he's a puppy. Joey. Can you bring this to the dog park? I'll pray for Because I will totally bring that to the dog park. I'll, I'll be praying for you, for sure. I'll find that out. Brandon Duran says Daniel Hunter. Oh, the D tackle. Who? Um, he played in Minnesota. Is he on our team now? He's not. He's a free agent. Um, again, that would be if we were trying to win. Oh, I'm, not, gotcha. I'm not getting on gotcha. to that, but I don't think the Jags are looking to add. Well, I'm way behind on comments. Okay, all right. Um, let's see here. We have... Um, man, I think <laughs> Britt Papineau, I think the offensive coordinator versus New England, the AFC championship was afraid to win and played to lose. Absolutely. Looked like Bortles was the reason, but I blame the OC. Not, a, but there's no reason for him not to trust Bortles at that point. The whole first half of that game, the whole playoff series other than Buffalo. I mean, like the whole December, he, he messed that up. Unfortunately, the Jaguars won against one of the greatest quarterbacks of all time. One of the greatest dynasties of all time. Coach, You're quarterback. Right. Absolutely. And when history looks back on that game, it's going to be like just another Tom Brady, Bill Belichick casualty. But they almost lost. But they don't, and that's what makes them great. Of course. So blame the refs. Blame the OC. You went up against Tom Brady and Bill Belichick, and we're going to be telling our kids about how good they were together. So... Uh, Joey already has kids, so I we guess, did stomp Seattle that year I guess as well at home. That was a great game. That was the greatest. That, game. that was that was the greatest game I've ever. And the reason to. I say that again is because I have kids. Yeah, I brought my 14 year old to that game, and I've been pumping the Jags forever. And after that game, he said, "Dad, I now understand why you're a Jaguars fan." And I'd seen that with my dad back in the late 90s, and got it with Fred Taylor and Sully and all those guys. And that was like the like shining moment of that year was. Dude, it was like, it was awesome. We've rehashed some emotions about this game because we have YDoc5K saying we tried to kill the clock and not win the game. Itchery says still can't understand how the Patriots did not have one penalty in the entire second half. Brandon Duran says Miles Shack wasn't down. PJAC says it was how the Pats team learned how to beat you during the game on offense and defense. Mm-hmm. Just like Atlanta? That was the most impressive. We couldn't adapt to how they adapted. All true. All true. And I mean, I mean, like, that's it, dude. Like, it's, that's I mean, that's, that's it up. And, and look, and what made it look bad was the Eagles playing super aggressive literally the next year and winning. It made us look real bad. Or no, in the Super Bowl. In the Super Bowl. So the, yeah. so the Eagles went out and But the played. Eagles obviously watched what happened yeah, exactly. in that game. It was like, we're not, exactly. we're not making that mistake. Yeah. We're going to lose this way if we lose. You're right. And, and, with that combo happening, it makes it look real bad, but most coaches would have played it the same way that Probably. the Jags did. Probably. Especially given that Bortles was your quarterback and the defense was your calling card. And we're outplaying our talent. A thousand percent. Yeah, I mean, it's, it, and I get it, and I get it, and I get it, but at the same time, put yourself in those shoes. You're probably just praying that clock ticks down faster and you're trying to run the ball. The thing yeah. is, they didn't do that against Pittsburgh. That well, was Pittsburgh, like was, Pittsburgh. They had no choice. The defense like couldn't stop Pittsburgh all game. I mean, the final score was like forty-four to like yeah. fifty. So I mean, it's like true. I mean, the defense is playing well in that game until the very last quarter, and 
Yeah, I know. It's it's emotional. And I, don't I, I mean, honestly, like, it. I it's, think if that didn't happen, we beat New England and we beat Philly and got a Super Bowl, we'd still be in the same spot right now. We would have beat the hell out of Philly, man. I, we would have, but, but we'd be no different right now. We should have a Super Bowl. Well, of course, but like... If you have a Super Bowl, you can do whatever you want, dude. I have, Everybody would feel better about it. Let me we could bring that. back Gene Smith to be the assistant GM and Shaq Harris to be the quarterback's coach, <laughs> and I'd be GM. okay with it if we had a Super Bowl. Well, agreed. We'd feel better about it, but we'd still be in the same situation right now player-wise. True. Uh, Nick F., the man you hate, Keelan Cole, showed out that game versus the Seahawks. Nobody hates Keelan, Keelan Cole. Cole. Nobody hates Keelan Cole. I just don't think he's as he's, good. Yeah, he's the best like backstory I, ever. I like Keelan Cole. He, I and, do and, too. And I, and usually, I've spent most of my life, relatively speaking, with Keelan Cole being on the team, defending Keelan Cole. I agree. But you drop like 80 balls in a season like you did a couple years ago or last year. I don't I'm trying to block it out. I like Keelan Cole. I want him to do well. I would prefer him to be good over almost every receiver on our team. I agree. Sands. Chart. I was going to say Chenault. I like Chenault. But but I'm saying. But he should definitely be one of our top four. All of us are. I don't know where he's getting that from. Yeah. Um, I hate the fact, PJAC, I hate the fact Keelan Cole has most of his drops and really crucial. That's it, dude. It's like, it's, it's, a, it's one thing to drop the ball, but just like on third downs. It's it was like, like that Philly game in England. Like, dude, yeah. The dude goes out there and snatches the ball one hand, makes the play of the year on probably one of the greatest catches like in NFL history. Yeah, I mean, as far I mean as Odell like, is the only one that like. Yeah, like that was, yeah, I mean, that's like poster. That's like. But then just drops him at, yeah. at important times. But, you know. The good news is... Hey, again, he was showing out in training He's camp. showing out. That's right. Man, What? what who would have thought that a super maybe, skinny dude with no muscle is showing out and no contact? Maybe what he's, scared, maybe he's scared, scared of getting tackled. If could we had a flag it? football team, Keelan Cole would be my Keelan Cole first would be like overall pick on my flag number football one. team. Number one. Absolutely. Brent yeah. Allen. Is Doug Marone a coach that we like in Jacks? I like Doug Marone. I love Doug Marone as a person. I, I I don't I don't like you going there though because it's not you're like, a good person. He's not, no, he's not a Gus Bradley, dude. He is not a Gus Bradley. <laughs> he's a Gus. You, you can't break no, not, dude. Gus Bradley was like a, a sunshine Gus pumper, Bradley. dude. He's not. Doug Marone is a sunshine pumper in his own way, dude. Doug Marone like, got, he gives it to you straight, but at the same time he hypes up his offensive line that we all know is dog shit. Everybody, like, what are you gonna? St- everybody's hyping up his offensive line. Yeah, because Marone's doing it. He's the top guy. Nah. I'm sorry, dude. I'm sorry. I like Maroon. He eats plenty of sandwiches. I love Maroon as a person. You're a good person. I don't, but as a coach, I, I have no idea if he's a good person or not. I want Dabo Sweeney. He can go home and kick his Dabo dog Sweeney. and like beat his wife. I have no idea. Give me Dabo. I like him as a football coach. I think he's got a raw deal. The man can put down some food. Yeah. Um, Nick F. <clears throat> excuse me. That game was also the start of Gilmore being the best cornerback in the league. Cole is good for the occasional picturesque catch, says Moon Illusions. Yeah, I agree. Um, it's Reese. I don't like his predictable coaching style. He's not either yeah. coordinator. But he's the head honcho. Yeah, but they don't call the plays. He doesn't call the plays. He calls like what he wants and what uh, situations. He takes over when it goes to crap. I agree, man. He's the head guy. He's the CEO. It's his team. The way the OC and the DC call the game is up to him. He's the head guy. So, yes, he is predictable. Run, run, pass. Shocker. Didn't see that coming. 
First down. I'm going to put 12 guys in the box. So, the, the refs so, so what, the box what you're saying is that Doug Marone, offensive coordinator, came to him and said, hey, this is what I want to do. And Marone said, no, we're doing run, run, pass. That's I mean, all we're doing. He probably all would have the offensive coordinator was like, hey, I want Fournette to get this many touches on the ground. I want Minshew to have this many passes. I want our run-pass ratio to be this. Who does that outside the first, like, 10, 20 plays of the game? I mean, no coach. In you the, take in, the first no twenty plays of the first half outside take, of like Wee football. You take the first twenty plays of the first half. You take the first twenty plays of the second half, and now you're only left with twenty or so plays. I mean, that, so what? You're only running sixty plays a game. That's a problem right there. That is a problem. Yeah, we should be running like eighty or ninety. Uh, maybe we should speed to, things up a little bit. I'm, yeah, maybe. Maybe <laughs> that's its own issue right there. <laughs> uh, Nick F says the man loves baloney. Yeah, that's a weird thing to kind of hit your wagon. Who doesn't to? love baloney? I don't love baloney. Oh my God. I if you don't love baloney, then I mean, I, not, I remember when I was in elementary school eating bologna sandwiches. My parents were poor. So, I mean, that's what we ate. Well, that's why I love bologna. It's, I, I mean, I'm right there with you. I, mean, you I bologna? liked bologna. I would and never in my life. I would say I love bologna. As a rich individual, you would stop eating bologna. Uh, that, even as a, even I haven't had bologna in years, honestly. And it's not, it just hasn't been around. It's never to this been day, like right now, never been an if option. you offered me a bologna sandwich, I'd eat it. I would eat it. But I would not say, mm, I love this. But then why would you eat it? Because I'm hungry. Okay, not because I love it. I uh-huh. eat ribs and chicken wings because I love them. <laughs> I don't eat bologna sandwiches. All right, fair enough. Um, let's see here. Let's try to catch up on these comments. Okay, I've seen Devon Hamilton mentioned, so let's hit Devon Hamilton. TJ Maxx plays. I think Devon Hamilton will be a run stuffer and a good pass rusher. I think so, too. I think so, too. Potential's there. You have to remember, though, and, and there's just no knock on Devon Hamilton because I he actually showed in college that he it will be the exactly that yeah both those things but you have to remember in the nfl your interior defensive linemen on most plays are going to be double teamed i don't know how devon hamilton will handle an nfl double team i'm not saying that he won't and i'm not and i'm not saying that he'll be bad but Doing i don't whip. know how he's going to handle it i to, to project that he's going to be good against a double team do we know first, his like weight room stats? He's, I mean, he's a big dude. He's thick. Well, big. I don't know what he thick don't mean presses anything. or anything it's like that. It's all about strength and footwork at that point. He, I mean, it's like yeah, I mean, he looks like a solid dude. I just, I just, you see a lot of rookies, especially late round rookies, have a steep learning curve going to the NFL because getting double teamed by an NFL center and an NFL guard is much different. They're yeah. going up against a Big Ten guard. Yeah, and no, nobody's small at that point. Nobody's exactly. slow. Nobody's not strong. Right. Yeah. So right. I'm I'm rooting for him and, and I want him to be good. And if anything, he's only going to help our pat or our run defense. He's going to have to can't be, good, be worse right? than what it was. I just I just don't know. And I I wouldn't bet on him just because he's a rookie, not because I don't think he's going to be bad. But or bet on like twelve rookies. That's true. Bradley Williams, do you think we trade Linder or Norwell by the trade deadline if we have zero wins? If we have zero wins... Linder's not getting traded. Norwell for sure. Norwell... It depends on Norwell plays. If Norwell plays like he did last year, nobody's going to want him. If he if he's somewhere in the God, middle dude. of... Seriously. You want to leave. No, seriously. If he plays if he plays like he did last year... I know, because no, you're so right. Yeah. That's the worst comment ever. Right. If, if, if he's somewhere in the middle of 2017... 2018, somewhere between them, before we got him and where he was in Carolina. Yeah, then I, mean, I think for sure we could definitely get some trade value out of him. Any other guys you see getting traded? I mean, Fournette was a guy at the top of the list, and he's already gone. Ronnie Harrison, a guy that we didn't see being traded, but apparently... Yeah, but he was slow, man. Like, and he had that comment about, like, was that him? It was like, free all my dogs or something like that? Yeah, or he was, was, he was I mean, best friends with, like, Fournette yeah, and yeah. Jalen. 
I don't know. Linder's not getting traded. Linder is yeah, rock solid. No. He's like the core of our team. He's the Brad Meester. Of He's a generation. captain. Yeah. He ain't going anywhere. But yeah, I mean, I don't know. I hope Norwell actually like does something because, God, he was a pro bowl player that we gave a boatload of money to. It just didn't, just done nothing. Brandon Duran, which rookie do you think will have, will make the biggest impact? Which one do I think? Which one do we need to? Which I mean, rookie do you think? Do I think? Yes. Hmm. It's one of those ones we should have taken before the break. But. Well, you got to think your first Chenault. two. Okay. I hope so. Again, who we were just talking about where we hope he does good, but we don't think he will. I, mean, I guess James, <laughs> James Robinson. I mean, that has to be a guy who does it right. I don't know what to think of James Robinson. That's I what I'm saying, but like he has to. I haven't even watched his film. He literally has to, though. Like it's not a matter of like, do we think he does? He has to. No, I mean, if we throw it every play, and we do running back by committee, really throw it every play. How? How, <laughs> how can you name a guy that's never taken a live snap against another sh- team? You're starting running back. How? Because he showed out in practice. <laughs> How? Without tackling. That makes no sense to me. I know, man. And, what are we doing? And and Chris, like, that guy's been hurt. He's a good guy. Like, he's a good player. Catch the ball awesome. But he's been hurt every year. Every <sighs> running back's hurt every year. Why would you not name Chris Thompson the starter? Because he's been hurt every year. What does that have to do with now and <sighs> him? He's healthy now. I, I guess. I don't know, dude. The whole James, the whole Leonard Fournette, James Robinson thing. I know they're not like connected directly, but the whole like things with both of them has really just made me question a lot of things about life. Not just the Jags, not just football. Things just never. But know. just life. Like, like you never know. Like you're gonna cut a dude after three years, and then you're gonna declare a dude a starter who's never taken a real snap. Well, they cut Leonard Fournette because they said he didn't fit the scheme. And then they came back and said like three days later that Robinson was the closest guy they had to Fournette <laughs> style-wise. So it had nothing to do with the scheme. It had to do with that Fournette was a turd. Nobody liked him. Players didn't want him. Coaching staff and upper management hasn't won him for years. So they got rid of him. Don't be a turd in life, guys. That's, that's the answer to that question. But I think like if we're being real, and this is like maybe something that's like a different conversation, but like... You can be a turd if you're like one of the top three players Absolutely. on your team. And he's of like, of course. I mean, is he not a top three player on the team? No, nah, I wouldn't say on, top, on the team. Not if your team sucks. If you're on a, if you're on a good team, okay. of course. All right. That's fair. Okay. I'll, I'll accept that. Yeah. I'll subscribe to that notion. If you're one of the top five, ten players on a legitimate Super Bowl contending team, you can do whatever you want. You can be however you want. Act however you want. Outside of that, no. You're... Completely expendable. Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. PJAC. I, I feel like he's a, still awake. I feel like he, yeah. to, Nah, PJAC's <laughs> chugging Red Bulls right now, and he's going like, hey, there's no point in going to sleep. I feel a duty to get to PJAC. I mean, seriously, he's like cooking like Canadian for English bacon with English mustard and some like, I don't know. Like, I'm not for like the Jags moving, but like we have a lot of. If they do. We have a lot of UK fans. That listen to the podcast, watch the show. Um, I'll tell you this. If the Jags move to London, we are going to London and stay oh, at yeah. PJ's house. 
P-Jack. It's the only way we can afford to do it. P-Jack. So, you better get some monk beds. You better figure I, something out. I don't out. Even care. Floor, couch, like pallet. Yeah. I, I don't care. We're doing it, it. It's happening. I'll bring a sleep bag. I'm, I'm, pretty, I'm pretty comfortable. Yeah. The thing is, is like there's like a Jags podcast. It's called uh, UK Jag Pod. And they're, I'm assuming they're pretty big over in the UK. Like, we're like sister shows with them. Like, anytime they post anything, they're tagging us. Oh, no, they're awesome. Yeah, they're awesome. It's like yeah. the, the fact there's a football podcast in yeah. England. Yeah. Like, not, sorry, not soccer, what we call football. it football. Football. Two O's. American football. That's amazing. Brent tells PJ he needs some sleep. <laughs> I agree. At this point, uh, he's not getting it, though. So we, you got to go with plan B. Uh, Moon Illusions, get some shut-eye. Patrick, I think everyone's telling you to get some sleep, man. Just, just, no, he's it's not, not even your comments. It's just like, we just feel bad for you, if he's not going to, If he hasn't gone to sleep already, if he goes to sleep now, it's just going to be terrible. Yeah, you're going to wake up mad at us. Yeah, it's going to be like awful. Us. Never watching that show again. It's like car nap at lunchtime. <laughs> um, it's Reese says, it's not crazy. It's how Caldwell operates. Um... Uh, yeah, but he doesn't. Has he's not done this though? Yeah, to this extent, he has not. Has he? Is that a, is that an incorrect comment? I, I don't want to. Honestly, I would rather get to these comments and talk about Dave Caldwell. All right, fair enough. Because you know, I agree. screw Dave Caldwell. I agree. That's how I really feel. thousand percent. If you want to know how I really feel, screw Dave Caldwell. Move on. Okay, Nick F. Uh, thoughts on Ronnie to the Browns? Give Josh Johnson the job. <sighs> Ronnie wasn't that great. I don't care. Here's another position that they're like let's get rid of our proven starter and promote a guy who's never played a live snap for us are we starting to see a pattern here we are like if it's one okay but now we're starting to like oh this is happening everywhere nick f thoughts uh that's ronnie uh bird of fish thoughts on philip rivers (laughs) he's gonna crush us again on sunday guys he's old but still good Did he not have a bad year last year? It wasn't typical for Rivers, but he's going to crush us, man. We're 72 minutes in, and I'm to the point where I'm like, old, still going to be this. Those are, my, those are my comments on people now. Still have a bunch of people in the chat, so shout out to you guys How about watching this? us. But. Thought a positive comment about the Jaguars, because we're having a hard time coming up with one. Yeah, give us something positive. Give us something positive. We're going to wrap up the show in like five minutes. So give us chat. Give us something positive okay we were gonna end this show on a good note and we're gonna we're gonna get out of here with some good news brent papano josh allen sacks rivers and pulls a falls (laughs) (laughs) brent might just want it all with that one because that would be amazing well done brent who's next nick f i'm really looking forward to sunday i think james robinson and chenault are going to show out all right, that'd be nice. That'd I, be nice to see. I can't tell if he's kidding or being facetious. Dude, if James Robinson shows out against... The, the James Indi- Robinson comments was throwing me off. Okay, but if he shows <laughs> out against the Indy <laughs> offensive line... <laughs> seriously, though. If he shows out against the Indy offensive line, that's pretty legit. Yeah, right? that's true. That's a good point. That's a good point. We will get to see what our D-line is made of real quick. Absolutely. Yeah, that's a good point. We're like, without question. Yeah. Uh, YDoc5K says Josh Allen. That's a positive note. Moon Illusion says Jaguars are going 19-0. Book it, Minshew, Mania, Duval. I hope. <laughs> I hope. How about a legitimate chance I of hope. a positive comment? I hope. Nick F., Minshew, Mania, full storm again. Yes. That's what we need. Give us some ESPN play. That'd be Minshew. cool. Um, Doorman Luke says lots of cap space. 
That's a positive. Now, hey, hey, now we're talking. That is a positive. Now we're talking. That's a positive that we can attain and yeah. have. So, P. Jack says the biggest positive for me is that because our squad contains so many unknowns, they might be great. And that's kind of like the Miami theorem from last year. So I'll, I'll comment on that. It's so, like great. You mean four or five wins? I'm just saying, like you got a bunch of guys that don't know any better, trying to prove themselves, and other guys trying to maybe get a second contract with another team. That could equate to people playing way harder than other people. So it could happen. That's a vague way of saying that they could surprise us, but they could surprise us. They could. Yeah, absolutely. Not happening, but they could. Deshaun Jackson, we are going to surprise everyone this year. Literally Deshaun Jackson? Literally, I was not even reading your comment, and that's exactly what we just said. I love it. Bradley Williams, what other... Oh. I lost it in the chat. The chat's out of control. Right sorry, Brad. Now. I'm You're sorry. Done. You're done. Uh, Jason. I'll try to find. Doesn't know what he's doing. <laughs> I'll try to find. All he's going to do is hit a down arrow and he can't keep up. Uh, Predator, young team that nobody has film on. <laughs> you, guys are, you guys are killing it. Dude, Dude, Predator, you guys are killing it. Dude. That was awesome. Yes. Yes. Dude, our tape is unheard of. Yes. Yes. Dude. That no, was like uh, nobody's got tape. Yeah. What was it? Uh, Quincy Williams when he came in? <laughs> what is this guy? We have no clue. There's no film that exists on Earth. The downside is the Jags also don't have tape on the Jaguars players. So, I mean, it's kind of like it works both ways. So you end up naming James Robinson your starter. I mean, like, you know, who knows? This guy could tackle somebody. This guy could get tackled. I don't know. Oh, man. Kev Click says Josh Allen, defensive player of the year. Nick F says full serious. So, yeah, let's do it. I Uh, can say, hey, that's that's not a bad comment. mm. Is that possible? No. How about Pro Bowl, Josh Allen? Josh Allen couldn't even win defensive rookie of the year with the same stats as someone who plays in a big market. Okay, get that, but he's going to be even better this year. First team Pro Bowl. He's going to be better than someone, but someone in a big market is going to win it because that's how those awards work. Okay, I'm saying, I'm, I'm going away from the MVP. First team Pro Bowl, Josh Allen. Yes or no? I can see that. I can see that. I can see that. All right, I like that. Another positive. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Moon Illusions 2017 Part 2, but Super Bowl this time. Yes. <laughs> It's Reese says, I love this channel. Thank you both for an awesome show. Awesome, That's man. the best news we've gotten all day. Well, Thank you, Reese. You guys are the best. Well, well I mean. Is there more? There is, yeah. All right. Brent how can the Colts game plan when we have no idea what we're doing? Yes, that's <laughs> kind of our line of thinking. Very good. Um, Oatmax, what Colts secondary look like? Our wide receiver room is good. Malik Hooker is back from an injury. He was a first-round pick from Ohio State. Um, the Colts defense is good, man. I'm trying to think of who their other corners are. The problem is we're going to be playing down all game. I mean, we're not going to have a good field position. All right, move on. There's a bunch of comments. So we're just going to end. Hey, we pre- I mean, we have more in the channel now than we started, which is a, a, a testament amazing, to, so much fun. to you guys. And thank you. We're going to end on this comment. Moon Illusions. I'm a newer viewer, but I'm really enjoying the streams. Thanks, guys. Thanks, no, man. man, we enjoy you and your comments were great tonight and we enjoy all of you guys' comments and we, we so, wish and we had more time. Sorry if we missed one because yeah, absolutely. literally like I talk too much tonight. That's my fault. <laughs> I think we both talk a lot and that's why we're here. But yeah. we really do appreciate you guys um, watching and being on the stream. Uh, check out the podcast. If you and you can comment on the podcast yeah. too, and somebody yeah, might respond. Give us um, give us a comment on the big cat feed about our show. That would help. That a lot. might help us. Um, subscribe Sh- to the YouTube channel and share us with your friends. Share us with your friends. Tell them go to YouTube, like these guys, subscribe to these guys. They're awesome. Yeah, for sure. Um, thank you guys. 
I mean, we have so much fun doing this with you guys, and uh, we love it. And the next one will be after an actual somewhat like football game. Yeah, that's going to be crazy. That's going to be crazy. So hopefully it's a win. But I don't think either way, win or loss, we're going to get two up or down, given that it's weird no. here. Uh, yeah, first game means nothing. But really. we'll be here. And uh, we might even have a live show with Mike on Sunday. Uh, I'm trying to work that out. Mike's kind of a, a flake. But we'll see what happens with that. I'm going to commit to Monday unless like, yeah, exactly. like my leg falls off. Yeah. So That's all good. We appreciate you guys being in the chat. Thank you guys so much. Support all the sponsors. Support all the ads. Follow, like everything. Social media. Search us. We're there. Thank you. Uh, thank you, Joey. Nah, man. This is awesome. Thank you, guys. I love it. It's the best part of my week. Um, and thank you guys for watching. And as always, go Jags. Go Jags. Yeah.